What's up everybody? It's Willie Guns here to tell you about Body Check Wellness. Go to the website www.bodycheckwellness.com and use our promo code Flyers Alley to get your premium hemp derived CBD oils, functional mushroom blends, organically grown in the USA. We use it in the alley, you should too. Stop living with pain and do something about it. Body check it. It's been that kind of a series. Face off one. It's all over. The Flyers have won the second in a row. The Flyers have won their second consecutive Stanley Cup. and drops it off for the carry on by Claude Giroux. Giroux holding, gets around in front. Playing cross ice, boxes to Hayes. Hayes to the back end, and he scores! Hey, what's going on, guys? Jesse here from Flyers Alley. I want to talk to you guys about Settlemeyer Skate Sharpening. This guy is the equipment manager of the Philadelphia Flyers and has been for the past 13 years. He also was the equipment manager for Team USA. If you go to the website, SettlemeyerSkateSharpening.com, they have hats, they have shirts, any hockey accessories you want, you need, or could ever ask for. They also obviously do skate sharpening. So if you guys need something of that nature, SettlemeyerSkateSharpening.com is where you guys should go. We'll do it in the alley. You guys should too. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Jesse here from Flyers Alley, along with Wade Ruska Jr. What's going on, brother man? What's up? Not much. Just got shit on by my kid. It was awesome. <laughs> Nothing like uh, having that feeling of why did everything just get so warm? <laughs> I'm Prepare. glad I'll never know that. <laughs> uh, uh, but it's but it's just great, you know. Oh sure. <laughs> Who doesn't look forward to just literally being shit on? It's one. It's one thing if you shit yourself, get a shit on by somebody else. It's a totally different ball game. <laughs> That's one way to start an episode. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to have, obviously, another guest on here tonight. We're going to have Gene Forza from the Patterson Avenue Fanatics. Obviously, everybody can tell we're going back and forth with them. So, uh, yeah, let's see. I'm going to bring him on now and get this bad boy underway. Wait for him to come in. Mm-hmm. 
I kind of wish that uh, Anchor had a little bit more sound effects. I was kind of disappointed with the, with the very limited selection they had. Yeah. There's a couple. Yeah. The glass, the glass breaking ones, pretty much. <laughs> As yeah, it's, that's basically <laughs> it. <laughs> I was even looking for like screeching tires or something, but nothing. Really, that's nothing it. yet. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh... Where's this guy at? It was it was a little difficult getting his his anchor set up. Mm-hmm. So waiting. The only thing that was confusing for me was when I uh, went back through and had to set everything up for the when I was doing all my recordings personally for the ad practice. Right. Because you know it goes through the five different steps, and then if if you publish it, it's another step and all that. It doesn't explain anything very thoroughly. I don't know. Yeah, kind of just throws you to the wolves, so to speak. I don't know what's going on with this guy. So, I mean, we could start, and if he just chimes in, he could just get him in on the conversation. Right. Uh, let me just tell him. My, I think the problem is that he doesn't have. I don't know if he has the anchor app. Mm, you think he does it all through the uh, PC? Yeah. That's yeah. It's probably a little bit different then. Oh, I sent it. Well, anyway, so obviously the Flyers are on a rampage right now, which is great. They uh, was it this week That's they. Slow. They beat the uh, the, the, the oh, there he is. What's going on, man? What's going on, brother? How you doing? Not much, not much. Wade, this is James. James Wade. Pleasure to meet you, Wade. James? Nice to meet you. You came <laughs> on right at the right, right at the perfect time. I was literally just about to go over the scores from this week. So <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So um, yeah, obviously. So the um, this week we got the Flyers playing the the Devils twice. We beat them. On yes. Tuesday, five to three, and then Thursday, three to one, and then Saturday we had Islanders. We beat them three to two, and then last night beat them four to three. What do you guys? Uh, how do you guys feel about this? You guys think it's going to be a big streak? I'll go to. Uh, let's go to James first. Let's get him in there. Uh, I mean, uh, it, w- it was a tough game uh, the last few games for the Islanders because, like. I think for me, uh, it was a little bit of a head scratcher giving up uh, two combat, two leads from the Islanders was like the toughest thing for me. And honestly, if you can't, if you want to go on a hot streak, you can't make those mistakes happen and like coughing up the puck a lot. And that's the thing that bothered me a lot during those, like I said, with those Islanders. I mean, the Islanders are not going to come in nicely, so you got to probably, you probably have to um, take them um, more. Um, basically, you know, like. Um, something like like you got to keep them like you got to keep your foot on the gas for sure. Oh, absolutely. The uh, I heard a lot of people, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Wade next because I'm sure you'll you'll like this one. I heard a lot of people blaming Ghost Wade for a lot really? of mistakes, a lot of turnovers are being made. 
No, I didn't, I didn't watch last night's game. I, I gave it a break. I, I needed to give it a break. My heart was, like, breaking. So, yeah, um, that was a bad game last night. What do you uh? Yeah. What do you think, Wade? Is it is it is, is Ghost back to uh, start our problems again? Nah, you can't just put it on a guy that literally it's his third game back from COVID slash no preseason. Everybody's still getting their bearings. I mean, you even got veterans like Provovov. You got, I mean, I don't want to call Brown a veteran, but technically he yeah. is you know fumbling the puck i mean it's 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 all over the over the league i mean you can even look at some of the guys up in uh the northern division the all canada division they're they're still bumping around with their puck so it's 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 just the fact that we didn't have a preseason and for somebody like ghost he knows the pressure's on him he knows he's right. a he's on the trading block so he i think that might be messing with him a little bit but uh, I really like the fact that that he's back up. I mean, I was probably one of the biggest—I wouldn't say hater, but one of them off the team last year with him fucking up. But yeah, it's funny because like I remember back in the day, like I was saying this to a couple of people I went to school with, was saying, "Oh, it's watch out for Shane Gossesbury." And then after he had the great year in 2015-2016, was like, and, and he just like fell off the face of the earth. And that's the sad thing is just that. We don't know what happened to that. But as if you uh if you go on to any of the uh the pages that I was seeing that on the blame on Ghost, if you go back and say, oh, you know, I don't know what happened to him. Ghost his first year and Ghost today, they're in two different dimensions. I mean, oh yeah, he and I I don't know. I'm not on the ice. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on with him personally. Whatever the deal is, I feel like he's playing good now. I mean. It, 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 like Wade said, if you look anywhere all over the league, there there's so many mistakes. Everybody's making so many mistakes, you know. Yeah, and, and that's gonna happen, you know, because it's it's like basically there was no preseason, like Wade said, and that's the thing. It's just you have to be more, um, like you know, you have to be very, like you have to understand what, what it's not. It's like a normal year because of COVID, because it's only 15, 56 game season to the finish line. So that's. What has to be done? I mean, but yeah, like blaming Gossespierre, I, I, that, that's a little bit hard to say because he's been back for only a few games and he's still like trying to get his bearings back. So I can't blame him necessarily, but I will blame is that the lack of turnovers that caused the, like, the game last night that the Islanders came back and tied the game was the pretty much. I, I was waiting for them to like say, when is the time they're going to lose this game or when's the time they're going to like cough up the puck and it's going like, to give them a chance to win the game. It, it was horrible, honestly. The last few games, it was like the Islanders games are not going to be nice, like I said, but you have to be, you have to win these games of regulation if you want to win, like, like you know, I have to be, if you want to win games, you have to win them in regulation. They don't have to send them into overtime. They won the games, though. I'm proud of that. I'll tip my cap to that, but at the same time, it's just like you have to get regulation wins. And, I mean, it's tough to, against the Islanders, too. And, and I remember going back when the Islanders were playing them in the um, summer. Um, and it was just tough to see them not winning them in regulation. And those, those leads they lost. And then they, they just couldn't beat them. I mean, the, I mean, the Islanders remind me so much of the Celtics. We just can't. We can't beat them, but we find ways to beat them. But it's just, it's just, um, yeah, it's unbelievable that that sad. The sad reality is, is that that we can't. I mean, the Islanders are just going to be a headache. Um, and we have to play for six more games after this. Yep. Oh wow. 
Yeah, that's that's unbelievable. I mean, because like it, it's just yeah, it's just I don't know. I mean, I I think the Islanders are just too are too um too much for me. I mean, it's like it gives me a headache every time when I see like Anders Lee or um uh what's the other guy Barzell like just, Charlotte in bed. My bad. Yeah, really I deal, I deal with my daughter. Sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> it's all good. Um, yeah, but it, yeah, it's the lack the lack of play has been really been the key to their struggles the lately. Yeah, the Islanders are a very disciplined team. Yeah. And as you get that, as you, that's what really, you know, kind of drives the Flyers insane. It's, I mean, we got, you know, some calls, but I don't know if, if the refs are just, you know, doing give backs, but it seems like game one, you know, we had the calls going our way. And then game two, um, for the most part that I saw, it seemed like a lot of calls went. The opposite way, right? You know, Sam in the Devils uh, series, it was like one night. It was okay. We'll go over the Flyers, and then the next night we'll go. Yeah, well, I think so- I somewhere I think the refs need to have accountability. I don't. I, it's not like you can bench a ref. No, but there was a like one play last night. Like Lundblom literally got cross checked. I heard about that. Called. It was unbelievable. It was just like, like come on, man. The guy just like. Like you got to give Limbaum a break. I mean, I mean, you. I mean, I seriously, think, the guy cross-checked him for goodness sakes. I think you're honestly yeah. gonna the, the answer to that, and honestly, I'll, I, this is gonna be crazy. I'm not mad about that, and the reason why I'm not mad about it is because that means that they're not just gonna give. They're not gonna, and yeah, it was a horrible. It was a 100% horrible penalty, but it just shows sure. that they're not gonna show sympathy for Limbaum just because he had cancer. Yeah, that, that that's the thing I was gonna say to myself was is maybe because they're not gonna give him symphony because just because he fought cancer, maybe that's probably why they didn't give him that opportunity. I mean, there's another call that Patrick got caught. I mean, he literally almost. I mean, it's probably the same thing. They're probably not gonna have sympathy for him, even though he had migraines for the last three years, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm. I i do not know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we could easily just change this whole subject and just like if that was Crosby getting hit with the cross check right. or that high-ish hit on Patrick. Right. Yeah. Or, it, it'd be, it'd definitely be a call. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, I mean, we just, we, we never get any respect. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I would, I would at least give Limblom a little bit of favoritism because I mean, your body already goes through hell fighting, fighting off cancer. Oh yeah. Could you look at it like Lemieux when he came back way back in the day? Yeah, I mean, he wasn't the same person, and they, you know. Oh, you could tell. Yeah. Limblom is definitely not the same player. I mean, Flyers yeah, uh, yeah. fans on these forums are brutal, man. Just kind of the, the him, them saying, you know, is he's he's kind of slow, and you know, and that's, he's a that's little brutal slow. to say. I mean, the cross check, I know, I said yeah. was like, you know, hey, like you know, I kind of agree with it at the same time. You know, it sucks, but like. You know, to say the dude like just beat cancer, like yeah, you know what, you're fucking slow out there. Like, come on now. <laughs> like, yeah, that's like, like that's like yeah. that's rude as shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, it's just. I mean, come on, man. I mean, at least give him a little bit of symphony. I mean, for goodness' sake, you just you got cross checked. Like, like I mean, I, I mean, look, he yeah. broke that stick too, didn't he? I think, <clears throat> yeah, I think he did. I saw the picture my wife was showing me, and I was like, "Ah, that stick looks broken." That's a Jesus. That's a game misconduct, man. Like e- immediately, <laughs> but right. <laughs> that's the stick. That's what I was talking about on, on Passing Avenue. This the stigma right. against the Flyers is, is just it's that's what it is. I mean, you can't. You're not going to be able to. Yeah, the fact that we're we're winning 
and it does suck that we're winning in, uh, you know, uh, overtime or a shoot or, you know, whatever it ends up being, you know, that yeah. we are winning, but like, yeah, it's, it's, they're winning against the odds right now. And, and that's what it always is. It's not being a Flyers fan complaining that we're, you know, everyone's against us, but like, it's, it's pretty out in the fucking open that, that everybody's against Which, us. So. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. We should just like have like a badge of honor. I mean, we are underdogs. Like going back to the Eagles Super Bowl year and even the Flyers back in 74 and 75, they wouldn't have game respect back then either. <laughs> right. Nah. The only respect they had was the fucking straight up. The man with respect, man. Charles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they beat it the fuck out of you. I told the guys on Passing Avenue to watch. Uh, I know, Wade, I think you watched it. Uh, uh, Ice Guardians. I started, yeah, and then I uh, kind of crash out because I'm old. Yeah. Uh, even Lindsay was <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen it. There, it. It used to be on Netflix, but now it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, oh, okay. It, uh, yeah, it's it's the whole story about enforcers from the beginning and, you know, how they're, like, being forced out of the league. And, you know, some people – that that's where I got that question that I asked on Passing Avenue about Gretzky because the enforcers that were actually defending him actually say on there – you know, would would he have scored all them goals? I don't think so. I don't think he would have. And that, that's where I got it from. These guys actually said it. So, I mean, you know. yeah. And what, <clears throat> yeah, wasn't McSorley with, like, a, a head case? Like, wasn't he, like, like did he have to deal uh, a, a, a crap load of penalties back in his thing? Uh, he was, a shitload of penalties? He was fucking out of his mind. <laughs> oh, for sure. Mc, <laughs> for sure. McSorley was the guy that literally took his hockey stick and smacked Donald Brashear upside the head with. I knew I, I knew I was somebody I knew it was somebody that he did that to Donald Brashear, but I was like I don't know if yeah. it was McSorley or not, but I, I shit you not, I thought it was McSorley. Yeah. It was somebody I knew. It was not PJ Stump, but it was like saying it was somebody from that era though. Well if you think about yeah. that deal, like they in that in that you know, they talk about the deal and uh, I was actually wrong when I said it on the show the other day. It was uh it wasn't the the uh, the Kings when 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 Gretzky was being traded from Edmonton to Los Angeles. It was actually Gretzky that said he wasn't going to go to Los Angeles from Edmonton without Marty McSorley. So like he knew, and that kind of brings my my uh, question to a, a different light now on a different level. That Gretzky knew that he needed these guys to clear it away for him. So I mean, I, I'll continue my my. Uh, I'll continue my war path with the Gretzky question. Yeah, but I got you. Do you remember my answer to it? I th- I think he would have got at least half. Yeah, oh, oh that's, that's you know the, that's my the, answer. I'm not saying that he's not the great. I'm not saying he's not the great yeah. one. I just don't think he would have scored as many goals as he had without them. He would probably would have got hurt. Well, here's the thing. Um, you think if uh, Gretzky didn't have Messier, he probably didn't have a lot of scoring that. Uh, scoring chances too, like back when he was with Edmonton, he had Curry. he had fucking oh, Semenko and, <laughs> and Paul Coffey. He had Paul Coffey on defense that he was you know teeing up with. Yeah, uh, I believe his last name was Curry. That was his main winger outside right. of you know give and take another goon to plug the other side. Right. Uh, he so he was always surrounded, and if you look at the team in, in Edmonton that he was with. Hall of Famer goalie, so you didn't have really an issue there. Hall right. of Famer defense, up and down the lines, he had, you know, plug 
Hall of Famer here with Mark Messier. Right. Fucking. Uh, so even when he went to New he, York, he had Messier. Yeah. yeah, and New York was another powerhouse that he went to. I mean, L.A. He had but sort of. uh, two other. Um, yeah, he had a yeah, couple I'm talking of about Hall of there. Famer players. Uh, yeah, uh, Luke Robitaille was one of them. Mm-hmm. And I th- yep, I think the other one was. Uh, I know it was Robitaille, but I don't know about the other guy. Yeah, Robitaille was the one that was coming to mind. I just, but like I'm saying, like the teams that he went to, and if you look at his stat, I know the stats were, but he was mainly a passer when it came to it. And yeah. he needed, he needed at least one goon to protect him. And then he needed a sniper or at least a decent shot for him to pass it up to. Right. See, there's, there's a chain reaction of things here. <laughs> you can't just, and you know, mm-hmm. uh, when the names that I was I was trying to bring up on uh, on Patterson Avenue, but you know I get so rammed up about the defense of that question is uh, you know Bobby Orr and uh, you know and Joe uh, Esposito maybe him you know I just totally oh, no I'm talking about you know the they they could you know take the great one like because with the all, oh, all okay. around I mean oh I got you you know. Gordy, Gordy Howe. Howe, that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Oh, Gordy Howe, yes. Yeah. yeah, you, you keep yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean uh, it's just, I, it doesn't help that I'm not a, uh, a Gretzky fan. So, I mean, you know, but I just thought, I, yeah, I think yeah. that, that he has put like other players in, in, sha- in the shadows because of, you know, his, his situation. But I feel like his situation was 100% the situation that it was because of the enforcers. And I will take that till uh, the day I die. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. But yeah, I mean, look, I, I mean, I, I still think Gretzky is a great one, uh, but there's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of players out there. I mean, that that are uh, great ones. Like for example, like you said, like Gordy Howe. I mean, for me, I say probably like Mike Madonna's on that list, and maybe, um, so maybe uh, Brett Hall or Bobby Hall. Oh, so absolutely. I feel like there's a lot of people on that list that you just said right now. People just forgot because it's well, it's all Wayne Gretzky, like. Yeah, and and I remember I love watching that '99 Dallas Stars team. They had a lot of great talent back with Madonna and Bellsford and, and um, Mike Keane and all those players. I mean, hell, even like Eddie Belford like standing his ground. I mean, yeah, I mean that that team was fun to watch. I mean, I mean, look, I was only four years old, but I heard a lot of great stories. I like about the de- about the, I like the depth of conversation that's going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a quasi Dallas Stars. Ah, I'm a dude. I used to be a, a San Jose Sharks fan, so it all works. Yeah. Wade, Wade <laughs> yeah, used to be Wade's a, 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 a Chicago Blackhawks fan, so yeah, yeah, yeah. until 2010. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I was I was a fan. It was just like more like a twist in the fucking back yeah. when he got the game winning goal, but um when. He decided to get all rapey. <laughs> That's when I was like, "All right, done." <laughs> I know it was going to come that. I, I literally thought it was it was because, because of the loss every, to them. But every time we bring it up, that's <laughs> why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The but Sharks were a such fun a team good player. Then. You know, Sharks were a fun team back then. Oh, dude, no. Yeah, they came out with the teal color. Oh, on no, man, yeah. get out of here, uh, Arch, oh, no, Arch no, Survey. No. Come on now. Yeah, Mike Ritchie. I mean, it's a good team. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I forgot. Joe Thornton. Yeah, <laughs> Patrick Marlowe. Yeah. Evgeny the Barkov. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I remember it was uh, NHL 93 or 94. That was, it was that. It was actually them and the Boston Bruins. It was never the Flyers. I don't know why. It just it was just two. It was I think yeah. it was uh, Ray Bork was on the on the the Bruins. Right, because right. the yeah. defense <laughs> defense wins fucking championships. Right? That's why. Speaking cool. of the Bruins, you get back on the Flyers talk. <laughs> I mean, we just covered the entire West Coast, but. Um, Let's stick with yeah. the Flyers. Uh, they got the Bruins coming up on Wednesday, Wednesday night rivalry. That's going to be good. Um, yeah. If they – I don't think that's going to go to overtime. No. Nah, the other thing, too, is that uh, Boston is a is a, a team that's going to be struggling a little bit because they all got Pasternak. But I think we could beat them. I think uh, we can have the – I mean, look, we beat it on uh, Marshan and, and then last year. I mean, I don't think they're going to – I don't think they're gonna be scary. I think I think we can beat them in regulation. Hey, what do you think there, Wido? Well, Pasternak's back, and oh, is he, he hit he hit the zebra in the face with a fucking pass <laughs> to his face today. So, punched his feelings of hearts. Yeah, he's like, "Fuck you! You want to leave Boston?" <laughs> oh, he hit! Oh, he hit fucking Char in the face with a puck. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay, I'm sure that. Helped his fucking facial situation out a little bit. I mean, Char is an animal because he came right back in the second yeah, period. Yeah, so, so I heard that. Yeah, yeah it's uh, whatever. I mean, uh, I still. It was a pass. It wasn't a slap shot or anything. You know, it was, but still, a puck to the face isn't going to feel too good. Uh, no, not not in all counts. <laughs> well, I don't think they're going to be. I don't think uh, for some reason. You know, whenever we play them, their their main guys are usually not the ones that are that are the issue. I think their their main guys like Bergeron and Pasternak and Marshan. Right. Marshan scored last last game, so I think so did uh Bergeron. But like, I just don't feel like they're the biggest problem. If I mean Myers is back now, Couturier, I don't know what what the status mm-hmm. is on him. Um, so I mean, right. it depends on what they're gonna do defense defense wise with. With uh, I don't think we're ever gonna see what's his name again. Uh, that one dude, the uh, the guy hasn't played in two uh, was it two years? Yeah, I don't think Foster. we're gonna see him again. I like I like really? him. We might. I liked him. He's a veteran. I, I think we should one hundred percent. And mind you, he is a defenseman. Let's put that out there. I was right the other day. Um, <laughs> so like that does help the the the, the idea of the veteran defenseman. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without Char, it's like um, they're a little bit. Like, I thought they were gonna be like uneven, like because like they lost Char during the time. But yeah, I mean they have a good team. I mean they got McAvoy, they got um Tuka Rask and goal. I mean obviously, but it feels like we can never beat their backup Halak. I mean I remember, I think last year before COVID hit it, they couldn't stop him and got shut out by Halak. Yeah, right? Alex, he's he's a good one. I mean, they got a good they got a good goalie system there. Yeah, they do. Halak always beated us, even back when he played with Montreal Canadiens. I remember in the playoffs, he was a backup for Price, and they put Halak in. Nobody knew who the fuck he was, and we couldn't couldn't get anything past him. He's a good goalie. Yeah, yeah, he's, and he, yeah. I mean, you, you I, almost you almost have a, a, a situation there where your, your backup's better than your your first string, which I think is a great system. I mean, 
if you if your first your first yeah. string is fucking up and you need someone to come in, you know, and you put him in, that dude's a that dude's a brick wall. Yeah, and I think uh, Halaka stood his ground last year in the bubble, right? And Halaka opted out. Tukarask opted out. Yeah, Tukarask opted out. I, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It it just shows that, I mean, again, veteran yeah. you know, Halak is, I think, mid-30s, early-30s now, and he's been around a little bit. We're talking so. about Rask going to Edmonton. <laughs> Rask goes to Edmonton. You might as well. You might as well hand them the the Western Conference or the Canadian Conference, whatever it is. Yeah, you gotta go. He doesn't want to go up there. What the fuck's up in Edmonton? Why? Why would you? That's go all they up need. There? I mean, you got two. That's all yeah, Edmonton they, needs is yeah. a goalie. Uh, yeah, I mean they got McDavid and Drysaddle. I think that's they all got, they need and they got a gear. They got fucking Cassian up there. I mean, they have the. They got Nugent, 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 oh, yeah, Hop- Nugent Hopkins. They got a thing. Oh yeah, he's on their he's on their. I don't fucking want anything right to do with that guy. I don't want anything to do with that guy. I'm <laughs> telling you, just the way the way the, his face, dude. I just do not want him anywhere. He is just fucking weird looking. I don't want anything to do with that guy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Nugent that? Hopkins. Oh yeah, yeah. Like why? Yeah. Why do you need to be? Yeah, wasn't he a yeah, first he, of all pick? He's. I think he's a boss, dude. Oh yeah, he really. He, I mean, I agree. He's not. He's not. Well, he's not anywhere near as good as everybody puts him out to be. Like he may be, but he just may be with the wrong team. But yeah, maybe. I think it, I think that's what it is. He's with the wrong team on the wrong line. Because look at Ellerby. As soon as he got the fuck out of Edmonton, he lit it up with the Islanders. So yeah, that's the same thing with Terrell Hall too. He yeah. Hall. Everybody was he's calling got him a weird. Boss. He's got a weird mindset. That guy. Thing he said when he when he went to Jer- what was it when he went to Jersey was uh uh yeah I just want to play for every team in the NHL that that hasn't been to the playoffs lately. Like like what? <laughs> no, he said that going to Buffalo right when he was when he signed the deal to right, Buffalo. Right. That's when he said like that. what like what <laughs> what what. <laughs> He must be single like, with no kids, like no, not a fucking, not even a dog. Like you can't have a, you can't have a mindset. Like, yeah, I guess. I mean, <laughs> fuck, he's going to all the. Who the hell cares? Like he went to Buffalo. He was in, you know, he, fuck that. He was in. He was in the. He was uh, well, Jersey. Jersey. He got right. traded to. Well, so. Yeah, he he was he was in the desert. Oh yeah, he, yeah. He, he was up with the Coyotes out for a short well, stint too. Right? Who did they trade him for? No, I don't remember. I uh, I don't I don't have all that in front of me, but oh, okay. I know he. <laughs> it was like one of them deadline things where yeah, they got him for nothing. Was, probably, they got him yeah. for pretty much nothing. <laughs> probably probably draft picks. Yeah, that's yeah. probably what it was. Yeah, I mean you're already out in the desert. You got. Bunny Ranch out there. Cat, cat house. Decide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't think we're going to – I think we're going to continue a little bit with uh, – I think we're going to surprise everybody with, with the Bruins because, I mean, they they stacked us pretty good, though. I think we owe it to them. Yeah, I think we got a little bit of a chip on our shoulder. Like, after the last two times we played them, I think it's going to be a better time. I think it's better for us when we're home against Boston because we always have great home ice advantage. And I think that will be key. And I think if 
I think Hard will probably want to chip on his shoulder because after that meltdown he had a couple weeks ago, breaking his stick and everything, he probably wants redemption. Yeah. Was that um when he broke his stick? Yeah. Was that uh away or was that at home? I think I it was, think it was away. away. No, no, yeah, it was away because it was a it was a back to back game with, with Boston. It was the second game of the back to back. Well, what do you guys? How do you guys feel since we're on the goalie thing? What do you guys? Uh, what's the what's the combination here? Do you guys what AV's been doing with playing uh, Hart or playing Elliot one game and playing Hart the next game? Or I personally think that's I think that's the way to go. I mean, I I don't know because it's just like I'd rather have I caught if Carter Hart's your guy, you got to stick with him, you know. And that fits. I mean, it's kind of like what Will said a couple weeks back, and then he said basically like Marty Brodeur was like dominant like for the last like 15 20 years or so so i think if you have to give if if hart has to become the guy i think you got to start him the next couple games just to get his bearings back a little bit i if i was coaching it i would just play the hot hand who he's been playing better for me yeah i mean yeah they're they're kind of tied right now though wouldn't they be i think the edge goes (laughs) to uh elliot more but only because Hart's played more right. games right now. Yeah. But what I would do is because Hart's young. Excuse me. I would uh, I would sit him if uh, if he didn't look if he doesn't look good in uh, what's it tomorrow's game? Wednesday Wednesday next day. Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. If he doesn't look good, then then obviously you know sit him for a couple of games, let him get his head straight. But with it being home games, Hart's. I don't know what it is. Hart likes playing at home, so yeah, that's the thing, though, man. It's just that, like, he always loves playing at home, and uh, it's just like he can't find some same the same level of uh, balance with uh, away. I don't know if it's just because he loves the home environment better, and he just can't find a way to be better on the road. It's the same thing with the Sixers, you know. They love they look great at home, and they look shitty on the road. I don't know if it's gonna. I don't know if. So I, I I actually kind of agree with both of you. Um, I think honestly, only the only difference that I would say is with this season, I would kind of just do what's going to get me wins. Um, just because it's the right. shortened season, I would do what's going to get us wins. And then once we get to that deadlock area, start fucking sacrificing Hart because he's the younger goalie. Because then you know we'll start like kind of like you know taper him in. You know, if he's winning and, you know, he looked really good one night, then, you know, let him play the next game. We'll start to get down to that line. And then if he's still going, let him fucking take off. But, I mean, up until then, I mean, we're going to have him next year. It's not like we're not, you know, we're going to lose Carter Hart. We'll have a full – as of right now, we're going to have a full season October 4th, which is my – it'll be my, like – year anniversary with my wife, also her birthday, and it usually is also against the Sharks for some fucking reason. Um, <laughs> every year, every year, it's Lindsay's birthday. It's unreal. But um, the uh, oh, okay. I think just for this season, I think you should just mat- worry about what, what happens or what gets us a win. But on top of that question, what happens to Moose after this season? Hmm. That's a good question. So uh, who do you who who do you so know, say? Well, I'll give the scenario. So Moose say because it's a shortened season, 
he's cool this year. Obviously, he's playing with us. The next year, they do an extension, and obviously, we have moves for another year, which I, right now I'm okay with. So, say they don't sign him, what do you do? I will go. Wait, let me go to you first about this one. If if it's Moose's decision to move on, I mean, I would offer him another contract only because, you know, I'd rather see him retire, you know, on the winning side than as opposed to a dumpster fire like fucking senator. But before before I forget it, I honestly, but, personally, it'll be real quick. I honestly think that he's going to retire with the Flyers and work for them because he's good at mentoring. Mm-hmm. Okay, continue. Sorry. I, just, I was going to forget that. <laughs> Yeah, if he does, if he does do that, we already re-signed uh, Line, so I'd just bring him up, start giving, getting him some NHL time for next year. What do you think, James? That's what I would do. Uh, yeah, that, that's a tough decision because you know it's just like that. I mean, Elliot's have been playing pretty well, but look, I mean, he's not getting any younger. You know, that's the thing. I, I mean, if he wants to move on, that's up to him, but. Um, if you have to be really con- sincere, Hart has to be your guy to make sure that Elliot doesn't have to be the guy that fills in for him when he's when Hart's playing bad, you know. And that's the thing. I think if you have to give, I mean, look, if Elliot wants to come back, I I'd set my cap to him. But you have to be really sincere that Hart is the guy. So all right, I, I can I agree with it. I agree with the. I definitely like the Hart love. But I also am I'm I'm a big Alex Line fan, so I, I also don't think he was ever, ever given the oh, the full fledged try. But we haven't almost haven't really needed him to do that yet. But do you do you so you don't so who would you if it comes down to the Elliot leaving and say AV because you know AV right now doesn't think any even when we're winning he doesn't think anybody's playing good and he's fucking calling them out on press conferences. So like, who do you do you yeah. shop for another goalie? No. No, I don't think so. Since you got, like you said, Alex Lyon in the works, maybe you can just stick him in. If, uh, Like I said, uh, if – I mean, if there's not a lot of good backup goaltenders out there. I mean, I – shoot, I don't know. I mean, like you said, like earlier, like the Bruins having that one and two punch, like that they just, like, have a good system. But then again, I mean, like I said, like, well, I don't know, would you bring in, like, a Koskinen in or, like, a like if Mike Smith's still playing or – shoot, I don't know, like um, like a – um, like a Jacob Mar- Jakob Markstrom or something like I don't know. I mean, maybe you should just keep Elliot. I think there's so many there's so many different equations to that question. That's why I asked because you know I'm constantly asking myself like, so what's gonna happen when when Elliot decides that he wants to go or he's retiring, and you know, yeah, he's he's younger than me, so I mean, you know, he's he's like 33, I think. Is he 35? 35. He's older than me. Really? Maybe he's yeah. on his way out. <laughs> but I think that's a... Hey, man, 35 nah, is not For a goalie, old. though, I mean, it's... <laughs> yeah. For a goalie, that's a long yeah. fucking job. He, uh, he's had a long career, dude. He's played with so many fucking people. But, uh, I mean, but to be honest with you, yeah. I think he's played the best with the Flyers. I, re- I really honestly do, like... Yeah, this is probably the best uh, I've seen Elliot um, in a long time. He played pretty well for no, he, St. Louis Blues. No, he did. Oh, yeah. He did, but he's not, you know, the St. Louis Blues aren't the Flyers, yeah. and I don't give a fuck about the St. Louis Blues. So, you know, he fucking played good for us. Yeah. The, 
Well, speaking of St. Louis Blues, <laughs> they won with the Stanley Cup with a backup. Wait, was wait yeah. was he the backup? So was he? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. No, he, no, he wasn't. You know, they, they he was with us. He was he was with us when they when they won the Stanley Cup. Before, yeah, he was with them the se- uh, season or two before they won the cup. Sorry, but he was doing the same same shit show that that we're going through to put him up on the you know him being the starter and then drop him back as mm. the backup. I think they had him mm. back with Craig Anderson. No, 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 it was a Jake Allen. <laughs> oh, he's just as Allen, bad. That's it. Jake Allen, he's, <laughs> oh, he's not horrible. Uh, he's had a rough ride. Yeah. But yet, they almost, almost won the cup, even they without them the cup. for the Dallas Stars. <laughs> look, look, yeah, man, nobody, nobody gives us any fucking love yeah. since the seventies. So I'm not giving anybody I any know. fucking credit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we, we oh, uh, the one thing I did want to bring up, which is which is crazy. <laughs> yeah. So I'll give uh, James. I'll give you a little background. We we uh, we used to talk to. Well, I was in the talks to do an interview with Curtis Gabriel. I don't know if you know who that is. Yeah. Right. Uh, so he was – he came to the Flyers camp and got hurt last last year, I think, or the year before. Right. And um, I was in talks with him about doing an interview with us, and he was all about it, and he just had a lot of things. It just – it didn't work out because he just – didn't want to talk about Flyers oh, wow. stuff because he had a – Something was going on with his contract, and he didn't know if the Flyers were going to renew it or whatever. He's in San Jose now, but um, so hmm. um, in juniors or the AHL, he played. I forget what team he played for, but they were playing the Chicago Wolves, and him and another player had got ejected from the game. The other the other player is Vince Dunn. So I forget what team Vince Dunn's on right now. But the Flyers are actually actively looking at him. So this oh, if, okay. <laughs> YouTube is it St. Louis? St. Louis. So yeah. got to be St. Louis. <laughs> so um, what ended up happening was, you know, Vince Dunn goes down the 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 uh, he's going back into the locker room, and Curtis Gabriel starts running his mouth to him. They meet up face. This is going down the walkway. They meet face to face and fucking uh, Gabriel swings out and misses and Don just punches him once and knocks him out. If you can, you can, oh, you can see it on on on, uh, on on YouTube. But I don't know if you guys know anything about Vince Don. Do you think that would be someone? A lot of people are talking about. You know that would be a good fit for the Flyers. Now, I don't know. I don't know. That's all I know about him. So. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I, it's, it's something that I don't know much about him. Honestly, I, I think he's just. A, I think he's just probably. Uh, like, I, like I know his stuff with the Blues, but like I said, I, I don't know really much about him. I, I know his. I guess he's a enforcer. Not a enforcer, but like a. What's he like? Like another. I'm not really all that sure. I just I think that they're looking to put some grit on the team. And they're trying to do it at a low cost, and I think he's on his he's on his way out of St. Louis, and they're not getting ready to sign him. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. It was a bad that. topic. I guess he's like almost a nobody. So, <laughs> I just 
No, no, no. I mean, I, no, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, I just wish, I mean, when I think of Vince Dunn, I think of, wait a minute, isn't that the country singer? Yes. <laughs> That's what Brooks and Dunn, <laughs> Ronnie Dunn's brother. I don't even know any country, so that. <laughs> like... Oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's got crickets over here. Crickets. Well, that works, that works, because that's crickets. kind of what my question just did, so it works out. Nah, if you look at it, Sorry if that. you look at the, look at the video, I that's mean, pretty much all I've ever known of the guy. So, yeah, I, I heard of the name, but I never, I don't know what he, uh, what he, what he's been doing. So, you got anything, weed? I mean, it adds grit to the back back end, but I mean, we we kind of already have like an enforcer, and we failed to fucking end up using him. He is technically a defenseman, but. Now we'll change it up, put him on the winger for one game, and Sammy Marn. Yeah, that kind of that kind of so, depresses me about the yeah. way that they're using Marn. Um, yeah, it really, it, it really is a distraction because it's just like, like you put him as a defenseman. Now you put him on my left wing. He's like one of these times. He's gonna be like, what, what are you t- trying to do to me? <laughs> In the the game that he was up, I was watching him, and he was covering the failed positions over defense on left wing. So it's yeah. Okay. We were we were we were in our zone, you know, defensively, and you know our defensemen for some dude, reason like the fucking dude, chase the guy behind. They the do not net play their fucking position. And Marn's there in the front. The, the, I think that the biggest problem with the Flyers right now is, and it was weird because for some reason when I was on Patterson Avenue, I really was like trying to trying to make it seem like that we didn't have a defense problem. <laughs> But like we 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 have it's that when when yeah. our guys play defense they're fine but like I said there's two problems with the, with the Flyers is their defense plays doesn't play their fucking position when they play their position they're fine besides Braun right. he fucking sucks but they uh they they play out of position and there's zero there are there has been zero accountability for higher paid people on the team. And I think now that's being cashed in because AV is not playing that shit. Yeah, he's not, he's not playing around. I mean, look, look what happened a couple nights ago. I mean, he tri- he uh, benched um, Konechny because of like, cause the lack, lack, lack of play he's been. Um, and it's the same thing with uh, other points. He's like, I look at AV and I say it like this. It's, it's like if he you either play like as I told you tell you to do it or – you're not going to play. That's how he's a he's a he's a veteran coach. He doesn't like rookies. Yeah. So if if you're going to be a younger player, right, he's going to fucking bench you, and he doesn't care. So like, you know, right? Yeah, I I, I think that, that that's the same scenario with uh, Gossespierre, and also the same play with uh, Voracek and Drew. It's not not just the rookies, just the pro, the pros too. I mean, he benched uh, Van Riemsdyk for a couple games, and he he benched uh, Voracek for a game or two, and I think he benched uh, Claude one time, right? No, he sent instead of benching Claude, they put him down on the third liner. Oh, okay. They didn't want to do that because, well, now uh, Claude Drew surpassed Bobby Clark with wearing the C He's on not going anywhere. In the most <laughs> games, so that's. Yeah, he's he's gonna end his career here most likely, either here or Ottawa. 
up towards where he's from. Yeah, and like I, I get a lot. There's a lot of people that want him gone. They want to trade him so badly, but it's like I don't think they're gonna do that. I, I think you're, I think focused. you're starting to see less and less people it's, that want yeah. to get rid of him. I, I think there's more. There's starting to be more attention on Voracek. Um, you know, and yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. I, I think they're actually – you can't – what's it, game – now it's game eight. Okay, once we get into, like, it's game, you know, once once it hits, once it hits 10 and it's not that far away or, like, 15 or something, it, it's it's time it, – it's about time we figured out exactly what we're doing here. And I know the AV wants to mix lines up and shit, but, dude, you, while you mix up – I know you're the coach. I know you know the deal. I never coached. I don't know the deal. But – it makes a lot of sense that if if you got your your guys in there, and you know you're mixing the lines up so much, you don't let these guys get used to each other, so they can become this team like a Boston team, and you know how like the Capitals are, like Oshie and and Ovechkin are. They they do the behind the back passes because he knows he's going to be there. Those type of things you, you can't expect these guys to to know how to do things like that and to be as comfortable as they are in the ice when you're switching the lines up. But if you get these guys to be able to switch the lines up all the time and be able to, to mess with every single team, that's another trait that he, he is probably doing. So, I mean, AV is a bag of tricks. He's, he's, he's definitely out there. Yeah, what is, whatever fits, fits it. Oh, I have trust in AV 100%. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I agree. I, I I trust. I mean, Av reminds me so much of Laviolette's time because like he's not going to take any shit, you know, and that's that's probably his top priority. It's like it's my way or you're out. Agreed. That's 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 the way to to get a hold of your bench. Yeah, you know, you see some of the teams. I want to say it was probably Calgary that the player. You just see the players just quitting on the coach. They're just like shut the fuck up, you know. Or like Sam Bennett, he requested a trade. I mean, he's a good third, fourth liner type, grind it down type of guy, but he was just tired of the bullshit going on up there. So yeah, look what happened with if Columbus. You... I mean, they traded Bjorkstrand and then, and Bjorkstrand ripped uh, Tortorella a new one, and they got Line now. And Line, <laughs> I don't think has played yet for Columbus. No. Nah. No, no, I don't know. What I don't feel like this is a very line A loving fucking podcast. To be honest with you, I am not a fan of that no. fucking dude. Because <laughs> it's he's he's a fucking dude. It's it's nah, players like either. that that you know he can't play. And I don't know before Wade jumps on my ass. I don't I don't know if he's actually played for AV. So I'm just <laughs> gonna use that as an example. You know he can't play for an AV type coach because you know. If he gets yelled at or something like that, he's a quote unquote all star, and he's gonna probably got his fucking his nose up in the air. And then he went to Columbus. He went to Columbus with Tortorella. Right. <laughs> good fucking, mm-hmm. good fucking look, bud. Yeah, good luck I, with I'm, that. I'm, 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 wait, I'm waiting for those. They're gonna headlines. be fucking I'm brutal, dude. Like Tortorella out. is the best. I liked Tortorella <laughs> and I liked Babcock. They were used to be my two favorites before Laviolette because they didn't give a fuck. They don't give a shit, and like you just went. Yeah. you're you're a boot camp now. There, line A. Like you wanted out, you got out. Welcome to Ohio, motherfucker. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. It's like Avi's the same type of guy. I mean, that that's the thing. I mean, 
He he did so many things. I mean, I remember like going back to his history with the Rangers and going back to the Canucks. I mean, he doesn't dick around, dude. He just decides to say, you know, this is like I said. If he, I think that's probably the message that he's sending is that, like, like for example, like a Konechny benching him, and he says like, you know, you're not going to play tonight because you're not playing as I'm telling you to do it, and. That's his, that's his whole philosophy. It's just, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, like probably down the road if he wants to bench like one of his top guys, like like if they're not playing well. I mean, I'm glad he's not not pulling any punches. I'm I'm tipping my cap to him, and I I think that the one thing he's doing is not taking but any that, shit. That also tells you the players that are playing that's for him. I, I I said all the time that you know I've like I've watched I watched Calgary the Jets. The Flyers and and San Jose all all in like a couple of years. I used to religiously watch them, and every single one of those teams besides the Flyers were dirty, as shit. dirty as shit. And the Flyers play with well, right. I think a little bit more respect for the game than a lot of other teams do. And for them to have a coach like like uh, Av and him come in here and be like, "Look, TK, you're fucking benched, and that's how it's going to be," and you don't hear shit from the fucking team. That tells you that, like, you know, how classy they are. And that, that, that's, that, I was, I was just class- saying that the, the, the style, okay. like, the, how, class, no, how classy the team is and just how they carry themselves. So, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the thing. It's just that, like, once they see someone, like, their top scorer goes out and says, okay, that's a wake-up call. Now I got to do better. You know All right, I mean? guys. We're, uh, we're nail- narrowing down to uh, – an hour here, which I think we've covered a lot, but I want to get your guys' uh, predictions on this week's game. We got uh, Boston on Wednesday, Boston again on Friday, and then Washington on Sunday. What do you guys think? I'll go to uh, let's go to James first. Uh, let's see. Um. I would say the Flyers will win on Wednesday. I think they'll lose on on I'm sorry, on Friday. And I think they'll win on Sorry, right, Wade. Going to go crazy. We're going to sweep it. <laughs> I'll be in my glory day, man. We're already on a four-game win streak. Shit's clicking. Furby. Little Furby over there got a hattie. <laughs> Look, who was what? What my cousin was calling him fucking frisbee. I know it's. Uh, I know it's Jesus Christ. <laughs> I call I call him Furby because one of the reporters back when he was on the uh oh. on the Phantoms slipped and called him Not Furby. Furby frisbee's That's a little awkward. That's the reason why I call him Furby. So <laughs> he did. Well, yeah, actually, my cousin won fifty bucks off uh, FanDuel because of that. He <laughs> he bet that he was gonna get a hat trick. He fucking did. <laughs> that's that's outrageous. He doesn't even realize how oh, serious that was. Like, you really did that? He's like, yeah. I'm like, it's like well, that's a pretty serious chances there. <laughs> yeah. you now, you know um, he also <laughs> they also came over Saturday. He uh, dropped off a Philip Myers signed puck, which was pretty cool. His uh his buddy his buddy's uh his nice. best man nice. his wedding's mom actually works at the the facility in Voorhees, and uh, he showed me a, a picture of him before he came. I was like, ah, oh, dude, I'm totally <laughs> nice. That puck, and he came with it. I was like, fuck, I shouldn't have known you're gonna do that. But wasn't gonna stop you. 
But yeah, I'm gonna go with Jim. I, I, Wait, I would love to go with you on the, the wild goose chase that you just fucking laid down. But because uh, you know, if I do it, they're not gonna win. <laughs> so, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go with what James said. I think they're gonna win. They're gonna lose. And then they're gonna win. Go, <laughs> go, buy a fucking Bergeron jersey real quick, please. Hey, nothing's happened. Let me knock on wood. Nothing, nothing. Uh, nothing's happened with me lately. You know. I do. I took off. I took off watching the, the game the other night because I was worried about superstition. Not- so, anyway, <laughs> uh, that's going to wrap it up for uh, episode four of season three of Flyers Alley. Uh, James Scorza, thank you for coming on, dude. It was awesome. Uh, James you Scorza it, from Patterson Avenue Fanatics. Out. Check those guys out. Um, yeah, check them, Check us out on uh, Saturday at nine o'clock a.m. on. There you uh, go, and uh, for me and Wade Ruska at Flyers Alley, we will see you guys after the next week. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Jesse here from Flyers Alley. Wanted to take a break real quick to talk to you guys about Anchor. Anchor is an awesome, awesome podcast app. It's the one that everybody uses to get their feet off the ground. Basically, all you do, go to your Google Play Store, go to your Apple Play Store, whatever whatever kind of phone you have, go to your Play Store, download Anchor. It's a basic thing. You put in an email, go from there. It's self-explanatory. After that, you basically make your show, has all the tools you're going to need, everything you're going to need. You can edit things, you can put sound clips in, you can put music in because it's actually sponsored by Spotify so you can find things on Spotify that you want to use for it like an intro or an outro which is really cool and it helps us in the alley Um, basically all you got to do is do your show put things where you want you can record anytime you want you can have actually a release date on your recording so basically you put you want it on this day and then it gets released a different day that's awesome to me I feel like it's awesome we use it in Alley. You guys should too. Look it up. Couldn't hurt, right? Signing off. Jesse the Admiral. Take it easy, guys.